looking for career advice from a career coach, and he had led teams that had placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army. You'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. How is everybody doing today? Hope you are well. Hope you are well. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast with your host, Tim Madden. And hey, I'm so glad you're here today. Each week we go live inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook, which is the fastest growing career network on Facebook. We're up to 62 or 6,300 members now. So if you're not a member, highly encourage you to join that. It's full of directors, VPs, and executives who can help you accelerate your career. Also, we stream each week to iTunes and Spotify. Thank you, everyone who has watched across the country and across the world. Guys, we have people, the last I checked, in Ireland, the UK, Asia, Australia, and all over the United States coming, right, trying to figure out each week, what do I need to do to accelerate your career, my career? So if that's you, I'm super glad you're tuning in today. And hey, each week I deliver tactics and strategies to help you with your mindset, maybe your online brand, getting on interviews, converting those interviews into offers, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Super excited for this episode. Salary negotiation and how to be super successful when you land your next role. So do me a favor. If you get any value on today's episode, share it with a friend. Invite them to the Executive Career Network on Facebook. Leave me a, re a review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Maybe this message, maybe overcoming objections. Oh, man. I'm going to get into that in a sec. I'm so excited. So a couple things. If you're watching live in the ECU or uh, ECN right now, you can see my background. Guys, stuff is crazy at the Madden household. People got COVID. Schools are shut down to COVID. So I'm having to readjust my schedule. I had to do the podcast just a little bit early today. So I appreciate you guys sticking with me. couple things. Number one exciting, exciting news that's happening very, very soon. We, I have been developing a program for the past nine months that's going to help you get in front of 3,000 decision makers per week. The name is Ferris. The website is up. I will share it with you soon. On September 1st, we are launching it to the open public. I will be holding an event showing you how just a couple dollars a day, a dollar a day, a dollar and some change a day, that you can get in front of so many people, which is the primary, one of the biggest things that helps generate interviews for our clients. So I'm super excited to share that information with you very, very soon. Congratulations to the seven people who got offers last week, most due to this automated system. So I'll call them out real quick. Not all of them. One, two, three, four. We'll, we'll cover two, right? And then we'll get into to the episode. Hey, congrats, Layla, for 
Dr. Layla for getting um, hey a dream role in Nepal and working together. And congrats, Jay, for an SVP of communications role over at BWF as well. And hey, to the other ECU clients that got um, offers this week, hey, great freaking job. If you need help in your career, you can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast so we can connect over the phone and see how we can help you accelerate your search. Let's get into today's episode. All right. Ooh, this is going to, you know, we're moving forward in the ACE the interview series, as I've named it. And we're going to talk about today what everybody struggles with, man. Everybody struggles with objections inside the interview. Let me be clear really quick. If you are on an interview with a recruiter, a hiring manager, the CEO, the board, the full loop, anybody, and you get hit with an objection that I'll talk about in a second, and you don't handle it properly, you just lost that opportunity. It is gone. It is gone, 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 gone. So I want to make sure to give you how do we be successful, right? We have framework. We have framework. So let's go over a little bit of the framework um, shortly. Does any of these sound familiar? Have you got hit with any of these previously? You don't have your PMP. You don't have your CISSP. You don't have your HR certificate, your global HR certificate. You don't have a bachelor's degree. You don't have a master's degree. You don't have your doctorate degree. Hey, you used to work at a small company. We're a large company. You used to work at a large company. We're a small company. Hey, your title used to be this. Uh, this may require you to move or this may require you to work remote. You've never worked remote before. You're underqualified. You're overqualified. You're not the right fit and just this lack of longevity, right? It's happened to everybody inside of this interview, okay? So I want to make sure if you're watching this podcast today that you have some framework to be successful to make sure that this doesn't kill your chances, okay? So again, before we get into the framework, failure to respond the right way will end your interview. Maybe you've been looking for nine months, right? And not knowing how to do this, you just ended another opportunity. Maybe this is your dream role right now, your dream role, but you fumble something. It's happened to many clients previously. It's happened to many friends I've known as well, and it is absolutely devastating. So I want to make sure it doesn't happen to you. So let's get into it. Okay. Most people, here's what they do. They're presented with an objection, complaint, et cetera, something in the interview, and they don't handle it properly. So let's go through the framework. So let's go through a scenario. Maybe they say, hey, Tim, we're really looking for someone. A requirement of this position is to have your MBA. We are a small company. You're a large company. Hey, I know you've been a digital marketer in auto, but we're you know a construction company, so a, a, a domain. Most of the time, you guys are going to say, yeah, but, right? So, yes, I worked in, um, you know, construction and I know you're a digital marketing company, but hey, I know I can get up to speed soon and give me a shot, right? Hey, it's very similar. That's not going to work. So what I want to encourage you to do is the real reason, what's the real reason they brought this up? 
Because most of the time, you guys are trying to overcome objections when you don't know what the objection is. It might not be you don't have the MBA. It might not be the, the, the domain. So the first thing we need to do is get to the root of the issue. Some people are trying to handle objections too quickly. Okay. So what I want you to do is think, let me give you an analogy right now. Say you're presented with an objection and you immediately try to handle it without knowing why they said something about domain, location, or whatever. It's like, you know, what I tell my clients is it's like the child, say your, your son or daughter is running to you, okay, and they're crying. And you obviously don't know why they're crying. Is the first thing you're going to do, pick them up and hug them and say, everything's going to be okay? Probably not, right? The first thing you're probably going to say is, hey, what happened? Right? Did you fall? Did you get hurt? What happened? Did someone, you know, steal your lollipop? Right? So see what we're doing here? We're doing a little bit of fact finding like, hi, hey, why are you running up to me crying? It's no different than you're, than when you're in an interview. Okay. It's like a lot of these guys are asking, you know, are coming to you crying essentially. And you're trying to just say, hey, don't worry about that. Everything's going to be okay without handling their main concern. So let's talk about the framework now. Okay. Number one, let's, let's go over domain because this affects so many people. So let's use um, that you've been a VP of marketing, okay, for multiple industries, but you've never worked in the automobile industry, okay? So they say, hey, hey, J hey, Jane, you're great, but we're really looking for someone who comes from the automobile industry. Step one, always, always, always agree with people, okay? Number one rule of sales, always agree. Number one rule of overcoming objections in the interview, always agree. People are much less defensive when you agree with them. So let me give you step one, always agree. Hey, John, I completely agree with you. I don't have experience in the automobile industry, okay? And I can absolutely, and I absolutely know why you feel or think that way. Number two, say you understand. Hey, I can completely understand why you would want to, you know, recruit someone who comes from the automobile industry. That completely makes sense. Number three, the most important part, ask a question. This will be the game changer for you. Let me give you an example of the question. Hey, John. How? Because you can't handle that objection, right? They're saying we need someone who has this and you don't got that. So you need to ask them, hey, what do you think are the biggest differences between someone who cut, who's had a successful career in marketing in these different industries as opposed to someone who comes from the automobile industry? Who knows what it's going to be? But at least we can fact find a little more. People get this idea stuck in their head that they need this cookie cutter person. And most of the time, let's be honest, they don't exist. Okay. So we need to get to the root like, hey, why did he bring up automobile industry? How, how is marketing another good question you might be able to ask, right? Because what we're looking for in step three is just a question. Hey, what do you feel are the biggest differences between automobile industry and the restaurant in industry? 
hey, how do you market to clients differently in this industry as opposed to that industry? Another question, hey, why do you feel it's important to have someone with this experience? Another way you can word it, are you looking for someone who's had a successful career in multiple industries, being successful, building their brand, bringing in leads, uh, you know, using compelling marketing to help our sales process? Or are you more focused on someone who just comes from the automobile industry? Because we can agree, guys, if there's any VPs of marketing or any domain here, you all have your framework. If you're a sales professional, you have your framework. Hey, can we all agree if you're a sales professional, it doesn't matter what you're selling, right? Can you get in front of people who don't know you? Can you present a product? Can you get them interested? Can you close them? Can you retain them? Can you do that exponentially? And can you, you, you know, hire and retain a sales force? Do you think they're more interested in finding someone who can do that or someone who just knows a bunch about this product? Let's be honest, the same thing with this VP of marketing, right? Do you think they're really interested in someone who just knows the automobile in industry in and out or someone who comes from a very strong, deep knowledge of the psychology of marketing and brand engagement and awareness? Ask questions. Hey, you came from a small company, but we're a big company. Remember the framework? Let's recap it. Hey, I completely agree. Number two, I can understand why you want someone who comes from this large industry. Number three, ask a question. Hey, what do you think are the biggest differences between someone who comes from, you know, working in a large industry as opposed to a small one? Because most of the time, what are they going to tell you? There's more corporate red tape. You don't deal with that at small companies. I know people work at small companies. It's so hard to get the CFO to approve anything. Hey, we have teams across the country. Maybe in your small company, you led teams across the country. Do you see what I mean? Get to the root of what these objections actually are. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to handle it. Hey, we're really looking for someone who has a master's degree. Hey, thank you so much for sharing that. I can understand that. I can see you guys value education. Um, you know, would you consider someone who's had a successful track of history, who's grown this team, trained these people, had these accomplishments, had these things happen throughout their career, would you consider a candidate like that? Hey, why do you feel having a, a master's degree is really important from this role as opposed to someone who's had a successful career doing this extremely successful in multiple industries as I've shared with you? Be quiet, see what they say. So no matter what it is, okay, just know you have to get to the root of why they brought that up. Let's go over another one while we're here. Okay. Certifications. PMP. Hey, I completely agree with you. I can understand why that's important. Would you consider asking a question, would you consider someone who came from 20 years of, you know, increased experience, who's overseen 500 projects, who's budgeted $300 million, who's did profits and loss, who's always hit timelines, right? Is that really what you're looking for? Or are you more worried about someone who, you know, adding humor, you know, I like to add humor, right? Or are you more interested in someone who took an eight week class and passed an assessment? Do you value real world experience? Hey guys, 
you got to be sold on yourself. You have to be sold. If you aren't sold, they're not going to be sold. So whenever you're, you're, you're using some of these word tracks, you have to be extremely confident. Okay. If you're hit with an objection of you don't have your MBA and you sit there and go, uh, yeah, yeah, but I know I can do this job. Uh, next. Last part. Reiterate how you do have that experience. So say it's the small to large company. Hey, we come from a large company. You've only worked at small organization and we think that's a concern. Number one, hey, I completely agree with you. Thank you for, you know, I can understand how you feel that way. What do you think are the biggest differences between working at a small organization and a large organization? Well, team, Tim, the team's global and it's remote. I'm sure you've dealt with that before. Hey, thank you so much for sharing that. Even though I worked at this company, I still manage nearly the same amount of people across the country. Here's, remember last week was that storytelling method. Here's what I did. Here's how I did it successfully. Here, here was the results. Okay. The last one. Okay. If you have any questions, go, if you're in the ECN, go ahead and pop them down below. If you've been hit with the recent objections, number three, hidden objections. Let me talk about these for a sec. Okay. When you're going on an interview, have you ever just went on an interview where you know it just doesn't feel right? You're trying to do everything you can. The decision makers just lost interest. The recruiters lost interest. You can just tell they're trying to get you off the phone just to kind of ghost you guys. I know this happens, right? We keep it real here. How do you pull out hidden objections? Let me show you the way to say it and the word track to say it. Before you get off the, the phone, hey, Raquel, right? Is there anything in my background, anything in my, you know, anything that we talked about? that may be a concern moving forward, pause. Hey, Raquel, and if you could be honest with me, I, you know, I really appreciate that and I promise I won't hold it against you. Say it that way, say the tone that way. Remember, people don't like telling you why you're not qualified. So you need to tell them when you're asking them because you know something's wrong, but they just haven't brought anything up. Hey, if you could be honest with me, I'd really appreciate it. And hey, I won't hold it against you. What this does is it at least says, you know what, Tim, we're really looking for someone who knows what the case is. Then go into the framework. Objections are by far, you know, one of the most difficult things to be in the interview. Guys, they're coming. They are coming. You're overqualified. You're underqualified. You don't come from the automobile domain. You don't have your PMP. You don't have this. You don't have, guys, I'm telling you. No matter who you are, you're getting objections. We have objections comes. Someone works at the same company for 20 years. You know what they say? Well, you've worked at the same company for 20 years. Why didn't you leave? Shit, I think that's a good thing. What about number two? You've had a couple short stints. It's only been three years here and here. You're getting those. Okay. You're getting, you're gonna, your career is going to be criticized while you're on these calls. Make sure you're confident in your ability. Make sure you use this framework. Make sure you feel people, make sure you make people feel comfortable because if you don't, they're not going to push you forward and they're not going to hire you. Look, even if you're a VP of marketing, even if you're ops, even if you're a training and development, you are in sales right now trying to close a deal and you're going to get objections and you better know how to handle them because if not, it's going to end that opportunity for you and then you're going to be upset. They are going to have all of these concerns. Why? Because they're looking for these cookie cutter people who don't exist. Can we all agree here on a couple things? 
Number one, if you were hiring someone, would you worry about a PMP or someone who's done it successfully for 20 years, been a project manager? Would you rather someone who knows marketing inside of medical or someone who comes just from a phenomenal career in a couple different industries? Would you worry about longevity? Right. See, all of these things. So I'm pleading with you, try to get to the root of why did they bring that up? Why did they bring up the small to large? Why did they bring up the certificate? What was the root of that? Remember the analogy, the little kid running up to you crying? Okay. Don't hug the kid too quickly, right? Ask them, hey, what's wrong? Why did you bring that up? Or would you consider hiring someone who does these things? Having framework is important no matter who you are, right? If you're watching this and you're a financial professional, operations professional, product development tech, and you're a senior leader, you know you follow framework. You follow framework. Without framework, how would your projects go? Okay. It's important you need to know how to handle this framework because these objections are coming. Don't let it come and you not know how to handle it on an exciting opportunity. Okay. On your dream role, on one where you have a referral or a friend who works there. Okay. You might have remembered a couple weeks ago, right? We had someone, it was just so painful and heartbreaking. We had someone lose an opportunity because of some weird objection and they didn't really handle it right with the framework. What this cost this person was substantial. Okay. We're talking about a 200 to something thousand dollar sign on bonus and a global, global, global head of role. Make sure you know what you're doing. So let's recap one more time. All right. Objections, how to handle them. Number one, always agree. Number two, say you understand. Number three, ask a question. Hey, typically it's what are the biggest differences between this and this? Or would you consider someone who doesn't have a PMP, but who's had done these amazing things? Okay. Then at the end, just reiterate how you do have that experience. Hey guys, I really hope this helps you because at the end of the day, right, this could add weeks, months, and cost you a lot of money by not knowing how to handle this. If you're still listening, I have something very, very exciting for you. We typically don't do this, but we are in the process here at Executive Career Upgrades. Guys, we have some just phenomenal guides for our clients on interview prep, salary negotiation, and as something special, if you guys are still tuning in, Here's what we're going to do. If anyone emails me, um, I'm going to type my email in the chat and say it on the podcast, okay? If anyone e emails me at tim at execupgrades.com, in the headline, I want you to put objection handling guide. Tim at execupgrades.com, objection handling guide. Objection handling guide and say, Tim, send me the guide. Hey, we are almost done re, um, revamping this guide. It's like a 10-page ebook which goes over every objection you're likely going to have in an interview and how to handle it. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you email me and put that in the subject line, I'm going to send you a copy of that guide as soon as it's finished. It's probably going to be done early next week. Now, here's the alibi, okay? You got to send me the email before Sunday. You got to be following the podcast. You got to be inside the Executive Career Network. So if you fit that criteria, shoot me an email. I make sure you're following the podcast. You are following. You are a member of the Executive Career Network and I've approved you. Then I will send you that guide. 
guys, this guide is going to be awesome and help you out so much. As always, if you need any help in your career, go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Guys and gals, we have had 330 offers come in for our clients this year, all the way from uh, your first six-figure job all the way up to north of 800K. Um, that's it. Hope everyone has a great rest of the week and be safe. And I'll see you next week on the Executive Career Upgrades podcast. Bye, everyone.